0: everybody, and welcome to the PT Podcast, second ever. Second ever last week was the first week. If you haven't listened to that one, go back and check it out. This is brought to you by Crossroads Community Church in Lindale, Texas. I'm your host, PT, with my podcasting partners, Todd Bergen. Say hi, Todd. Hey, everyone. And Steve Howard, the Ball beauty. Say hi. Hey, guys. We're excited about this week's podcast. We're going to be talking about something that all of us, I'm sure, have gone through in our lives, and, 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 and that is need. It's the need of provision in our lives. And I'm sure that... All the listeners out there have experienced a time where there was just too much month at the end of the money. You know what I mean? So maybe you didn't know where the next meal was going to come from. Maybe you didn't know where it was going to sleep. Maybe you didn't know where how you're going to make it. Um, those moments are just tough. We know it is. And I know that it's real easy to get discouraged in those moments because it feels like you're alone or it feels like you you, you, you just don't you don't have enough answers, you don't have enough security. Um, and so uh, today we're going to be talking about that. And uh, uh, this PT podcast is for you if you're out there in this position, you're not alone. We've got some great, I mean, great stories and some awesome testimonies of radical provision coming at you on today's podcast, of course. I'm joined with the two hunkiest studs in all of Lyndale area, the Irishman Todd Bergen and the bald beauty himself Steve Howard. Guys, let me say, I had a stinking blast last week. I mean, a blast last week doing this thing. It was fun. I especially liked the the, the part where you were talking about your kids half. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, <laughs> that we got a lot of got a lot of kicks out of that one. I had a lot of people tell me that they had a they had a they, they had a good laugh at that. Especially the part where you were a little concerned that, you, that people would actually think that you were saying that word yeah 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 i wasn't yeah he was like no yeah he didn't he didn't think that you should probably do that he thought his mom would go yeah that's that's right <laughs> so it well, sounded
1: just like her that, it did yeah that, <laughs> <laughs>
0: If you're out there listening, mom, it's okay. He didn't actually say that. And he didn't say that at all. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So let's talk. Last week, we 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 kind of introduced ourselves. Did the top five thing. Have you guys got any feedback?
2: We'll start with you, Todd. What do you think? Uh, first of all, I think I saw a lot of people getting on there, checking it out. Yeah. And obviously, uh, I've had a few people come to me and say, "Wow, what an awesome podcast!" Really. So good, good feedback. Cool. People were listening. Cool. Feeling yeah. good about it good good seemed entertaining
0: well yeah it seemed entertaining i was laughing a lot in the podcast so i'm hoping other people were going to laugh a lot of course i i often laugh at my own jokes quite a bit oh, Lord. even when nobody else laughs so who knows who knows if you're out there and you were laughing please comment say i was laughing okay there that'll help 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 us out a little bit with the feedback steve what do you got man
1: well i had a lot of fun um my wife said she loved it um I even let my kids listen to it, and <clears throat> unfortunately, I think they got worse at half. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, the G-rated. Yeah, yeah so um, family-friendly show, Steve. Family-friendly right. show.
1: Even though they listen, I guess they don't know how to listen. So, but so they're
0: they're half with yeah, listening yeah, they're too.
1: Still doing it, and they're still <laughs> driving us crazy. You should have saw my wife yesterday. Woo. <laughs> they hey, let's really not. She needed that
0: it. button. <laughs> don't don't be uh, don't be don't be telling on your wife, man.
1: Well, was it's the kids it was all the kids it wasn't me i'm perfect Ah!
0: (laughs) yeah i don't think so that's that's actually that's actual footage of steve yesterday when his kids were were doing that he was Ah! yeah that's that's what he sounded like yesterday so my my question is i mean we talked about a wide variety of topics last week we talked about um some things that were pretty personal um uh, is that the final number that you're getting with the kid count um is it 11
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank the Lord. Yes, yes. 11, 11. Okay. Yeah, it 11. took him quite it a bit of time. We're okay.
0: done. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's not, you, you know, you, you, you can you can always addendum to those things. You know, are, are there plans that we should know about, Steve? Are you you gonna have more kids?
1: Right now, we have the only dog I want. Right now, um, <laughs> and we have a cat outside. There may be room for one more dog sometime in my life,
0: but that's it. That's it. So you get got your dogs, and but you didn't name your dogs, man. You, you said 11, 11 kids. kids. I
1: yeah. know. I do have another dog. He's Kenai. He's a beautiful, beautiful uh, husky, and, um, yeah, he's like one of the kids for sure.
0: Well, there you go. I, I had some good feedback last week. Uh, we've, we've had close, well, I'm not going to talk, talk about numbers. What I am going to say is that we've had some good feedback. I've had some people say that they've never thought about the theological things that we talked about. Like this week, they've kind of had to question about where they were standing and things like that. They're interested in hearing some more about the topics that we talked about um, via judgment or forgiveness, those things that we kind of hit on last week. So we've got plans to do that um, pretty close. Of course, we had a couple weeks um, that were already planned prior to that. And so you've got a uh, a good plan and structure in place to 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 make sure you stay tuned because some of these some of these uh, topics that we're talking about are really controversial. And I also want to say, just as a disclaimer, um, there are going to be things that we talk about that you are not going to agree with. I know it's a shocking thing. I know that sometimes when we talk about stuff, you aren't going to agree with it, and it's okay to even message us on the PT Podcast at Facebook. If you go at the PT Podcast at Facebook, you can go on there and you can message away to your heart's content all the disagreement that is in your heart. If you are upset, if you're mad, if you've got visceral reactions to what we're talking about, please feel free to go at the podcast or at the PT Podcast at um, Facebook and message that person who, um, because we want to torture them as much as possible, and make sure that they have to read all of that hate mail. That's going. And if you have positive comments, please go to Todd Bergen, Steve Howard, or Tim Lynch's <laughs> personal page and, and talk to us about that. Um, only um, positive. Only positive. All on those ones. It's the PT podcast that we want all the gripes and complaints about that. Um, I'm totally playing, by the way. We we uh, we enjoy having all the feedback. We appreciate you. Uh, getting back with us and having a good time with us and keep listening because we're going to have a great time in the future talking about some really really great things um, and we've we, we've got oh man I'm, I'm really stoked about today today's podcast of course is about provision and we're going to get to that but I have to ask this Todd has there mm. ever been a time in your life where you didn't know where the money was going to come from you didn't know how you're going to get the time to do the things or maybe you didn't even know how things were going to work out uh, why don't you tell me about one of those times you've got one. Wow, just one? Uh, yeah, I know it's going to be tough, but Yeah, that's yeah. What my I li- say. my
2: life lives around that. There's always <laughs> too true. much too much month, not enough money. Yes. 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 <laughs> I can think of a time where me and my wife, we both we came to Texas and next thing you know it, we were without jobs and we had strapped with the house payment, car payment, we were looking at insurance and all the other good things that go with the house. Oh boy. And then you have kids. Oh. Right, Steve. You know what about kids? Yeah. Yes,
1: I know kids.
2: Yes. Once you have all those and you kind of look at the world and kind of go, "Oh, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this?" Yes. All we can do is look for God and say, "Hey, Lord, you got to help us. We don't know where this is coming from. We don't know how to do this." And it was a uh, it was definitely a rough time.
0: I've noticed that kids kind of multiply that. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much everything. If
1: mine really multiply.
0: Yeah, I know <laughs> you're like times, you know, infinity. If we're right, it, I've good. got two. And I think that they're a handful. I can't even imagine having eleven running around. And and, and good <laughs> night. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. If you it's can handle, it's a lot of socks. Yeah, a lot of underwear, <laughs> a lot of fungus in the in the in the in the bathtub. I'm, I'm just, just saying about the
2: laundry. Yeah, but the washer never stops.
0: But like. to that point, the provision wise. True. But to that point, of the provision wise. I mean, when you when you have kids, it's not just you and somebody else anymore. Oh, it's you've got you have, and they are completely reliant upon. Mm-hmm. What 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 you bring in they they don't have it if you especially if they're toddlers or they're infants or thing they 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 have to have what you can provide in order to to survive and so yeah you yeah. bring kids in that equation and it, feeding them is always fun oh my goodness doesn't always it fun.
1: feel good when they have jobs though now <laughs>
0: yes
2: it's like <laughs> they get out in the world
1: that's like part of answer to provision prayer I, that I that think is. so yeah you you think they so? get their own stuff yeah
2: or but even if they come home with the the gallon of milk and you looked at them what's that for oh I just thought I'd pick it up for you guys.
1: No, they don't. Do really, that. Yeah, we had oh, three. Oh,
2: thank you. We had three in the in the in the
0: refrigerator. But they they yeah they they yeah. they were thinking about us no, and they, they still brought drink you know,
1: all the milk. Yeah. <laughs> and don't tell you. Yeah.
0: No 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 no. Not in my house. In my house, we'll have three of them, and they'll drink half the gallon, and they'll be griping about the fact that we didn't have it the week before. So we go and buy milk, and then we we come back and it goes bad. They don't touch it. Yeah, they don't touch it <laughs> for yeah. two weeks. Yeah, yeah, and they bring home you know big things a dr pepper or whatnot and they're like can mm-hmm. we put this in the fridge i'm like you have three gallons of milk that you just griped about well, i don't want milk i don't want don't you say anyways i'm not going to talk about that <laughs> anyways talk so about a rabbit that's hole. yeah that's a rabbit trail that's another whole nother podcast that's kids another podcast yeah that's a yes. whole other podcast so we're talking about the provision part about it and you were saying that you've been in that position where you moved to texas you you, you lost your jobs yes and you didn't know where the money was going to from kids get added to that
2: equation and they do they do. Bills pile up, and you start stacking things, and you don't know where you're going to mend up. Yeah. Um, you hope you don't lose anything. You hang in there, and you kind of grasp at straws. But I do know at that time, um, the Lord, he did he did answer my prayers, and he gave me the option to work for a friend of mine. She stepped up to the plate and really came to, and she needed work done around her house, and I had some skills that were, well— Mad skills, mad skills, mad skills. <laughs> so, mad skills gave me the opportunity to be able to bring her stuff to fruition and bring our pay uh, paycheck a little bit closer to home. So that was a
0: good deal. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like uh, God brought that full circle. But
2: when we're talking
0: about when we're, when we're talking about the provision and things like that, Steve. I know you've you've talked about it a couple times with me. Uh, I, we were in college together and I know that with us, there was always a question of how we're going to pay the tuition or whatnot, unless you had a scholarship or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there were, there were always questions about how we're going to come up with the money, but other than those things, um, what you've told me a couple of times, or a couple of things in, in your life about provision that God has done. Go ahead and share one of those stories for me, would you?
1: Yeah. I'll, oh, I remember one time, um, I had moved to, uh, Texarkana and, I. I didn't have a job, and then I, I started working for, um, working to- towards getting my insurance license with, and started working for a company called MetLife, and um, they had requirements that you had to um, achieve each quarter, or um, especially your, when your first year, when you're, um, you, they call it your, they if you don't meet a certain goal, they put you on a probation. While I was on a probation. And, um, I had to get so many, uh, sales in that quarter. And, uh, in order for me to be able to provide for my family, I had to have a job so that they said, if I didn't meet this requirement and I was down to my last month in the quarter and I had almost a whole quarter that I had to do almost wow. an entire quarter. So, um, so I just was praying and uh, God just laid it on my heart. You need to Fast this month and, and pray. And I fasted and I prayed and I just trusted the Lord. And, um, and, uh, he's, he was, uh, he, he's always met me at my needs.
0: He's always met you at your need. I think that's, I think it's going to be a, a story that we hear a lot in this podcast is that you never have to, if, if you're walking with the Lord and you're trusting him, you're putting him at the positions to, 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 to come through that. He's going to do what's best, um, and I think that's going to be the, the recurring theme in this podcast. If you find yourself in a place uh, where you just don't know, you have no clue, but you know that you're following his direction, you know that you're walking with him, you know that you love him, and you trust him, I think that there's going to be um, elements of time where you're going to have to choose what your security is on. Uh, man, me and me and Cheryl, you can't be in ministry for any length of time without finding out that you. <laughs> There's going to be times where the the if if you have any other foundation other than the Lord, that those things are always going to come into question. And I remember in 2011, and and our guests were with us at this time, um, and and I'm I'm excited to hear from them. I really want to get yes. to them. But uh, we 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 had a we had a nice little church. I guess what we call a, a split, a, a falling off, or whatnot, and um, we didn't know. We had no idea. In fact, you know, if, if your foundations are salary, your foundations are money, if your foundations are any of that stuff, you'll find out really quick that the Lord wants to be your foundation. And uh, what we found out was that we had trusts and things and, and, and we're putting um, our, our faith in things that didn't need to be there. And our, our foundations got shook. And we, with this split and stuff, uh, our, our paycheck wasn't there. Our surety wasn't there. We didn't know if the church was going to survive. We didn't know any of that stuff, and we had to we had to call into question <laughs> what 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 was going to happen, how all this stuff was going to work out. We knew what we were doing was what the Lord wanted us to do, and we knew that we were um, following Him the best of our ability. That didn't keep us from having problems. Um, I love what the Bible says here. And before we go anywhere else, I want to look at God's Word and just key on a few selections of Scripture that might shed some light on this podcast and give us a good foundation on how this worked. But um, Matthew chapter 6, and I can't ever read just one verse. It's just impossible for me. So if you guys don't want to hear scripture, this might not be the podcast for you. Uh, we're going to read quite a bit of scripture in Matthew 6. and We're going to start with verse 19. It says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap Mm -hmm. nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow and they don't toil or spin, Therefore, don't be anxious, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself, sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And then I want you to turn right over to Philippians. It's also in the New Testament. And Paul is exhorting the Philippian church, and he's going, we're gonna go right from four to to, to verse 11, and it says, chapter four, verse 11, Philippians chapter four, verse 11, it says, not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing, facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. now Man.
2: amen
0: Philippians 4:13 is one of those verses that everybody likes to quote, you know if you're about to bench press 400 pounds, you know yeah. like oh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me you know but that's not it. that's not no! that's not what that's about. <laughs> what it's about is about God being being content with where God has placed you and knowing that in any and every circumstance, that you're going to be okay. Uh, And right now, I think is a great time to bring in our guests. Um, And we must be coming up in the world because A visitor has come. That's right. We have some awesome (laughs) guests this week. These individuals are intimately acquainted with these types of seasons. They're incredible people who have devoted their lives to serving the Lord. They've spent years in a ministry called the Agape Force. And while they were there, they were part of street evangelism discipleship. They helped write on a project called the Music Machine. Um, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with the Music Machine. Uh, I wish I had a sample, but I, I might get sued for playing it without permission. But what I do know is that I used to listen to Music Machine in kids' church, and when I was going to bed at night, I did up, out, whoop, and that kind of thing. So if you know Music Machine, I again? I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There's just some things you see that you don't need to. You don't need to hear it again. We should have done that video. We should have done that video. that would have
1: been a good video right there.
0: No. No, 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 okay, so <laughs> now, these guys are prolific songwriters, The parents, they they are mm-hmm. crossroads children's pastors, they have a ministry called the Ministry of Helps, you can go find that at moh.org, um, they have some great resources there, it's just a testament to the servant nature of these guys, they, they love the Lord, and they want to see um, the kingdom of God built and established, and I think that's awesome, godly people with a heart of worship, I, could, I mean I could go on for a whole podcast, it's a whole other podcast. Yeah. It's all another podcast about mm-hmm. Jim and D. No, but you can um, never
2: get them on the air. That's
0: true. They, they <laughs> I
2: think they're ready.
0: <laughs> they're definitely prepared. So, without further ado, here comes Jim and D. Woo! Patton, Jim and D. Patton. That's right, Jim and D. Patton. Hey guys, how are y'all doing? Everybody, get, in, get check your mic for me, would you? Check one two three. Check, there it is.
3: Testing one two.
0: They sound great. Back, they do. They back, sound great, and they look great. Jim, you didn't used to look so good, man. I'm just saying. So Wow. In, in all <laughs>
1: He's <laughs> next
0: to D. But That's true. That's very true. We always look better. Yeah, when we have our wives with us, that's definitely yep. true. So, Jim and D. Patton, good to have you guys on the show. Thanks for coming on You're today. I uh, appreciate Thanks you Thanks for coming. having us, Tim. No problem, man. I, I, it's a privilege. Uh, we're, we're talking about provision, something that you guys are probably well acquainted with. Um let me ask you this. In all your years of, of you know, being in ministry and being in servant places, what do you attribute um, radical provision of God in your life? Obviously, you, you guys have seen it, and we'll talk about some of those stories, but why do you think that God has been able to provide, or why do you think that's been uh, something that you have seen over and over again in your life?
4: Well, I was, I was thinking about this last night, and uh, I think that one of the things that's usually left out in these types of discussions is uh, conditions. Mm. Uh, just like every other part of, the, of our, our lives, uh, provision is conditional. And it's it's like so many other things. Oh, uh, there was a, a guy who used to be the um, religious editor for the Tyler paper, and he had me do some articles on there uh, some years ago. And he taught me that, that you have to, when you're, making an article you have to have the who what where when and why those those questions that you have to ask yeah that's what the readers are going to want to know and um the first one is who and that's that's a, a i think a really serious question who can expect the lord to provide for them oh wow that's a good question yeah because it's not just uh anybody who just happens to uh have that uh you know the other thing about the what is it there's there's no atheists in the foxholes or whatever <laughs> you know you know when when things get really bad and somebody just wants to cry out to the lord that that doesn't necessarily uh mean you're going to get the response you want it's like everything else you have to you have to start with that um the full-on commitment you know that as we've as you've heard us say before you're, he's either lord of all or he's not lord at all yeah mm-hmm. uh sure. there's, <laughs> there's, no, there's no promises for those that haven't fully surrendered Forsaken their sin and and, get, and followed after Christ. So you're saying you're furthermore
0: um, undergirding that scripture of seek ye first the kingdom of God, right, and His righteousness, and then all these other things. Right. So it's the need doesn't
4: necessarily necessitate the response from God. It's well, yeah, because what most what we what most people think is seek whatever it is I need. Right. Mm-hmm. These other things they're seeking the other things. Right. They're they're, for, they're forsaking the righteousness, or they're forsaking the, the, the humility, or the, the just the, the commitment to to Christ to begin with. And uh, I think we're in a, a time uh, right now in America where this this um, message may be more important than than you might think. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, we're we're at without a without a doubt we're at a point right now. Um, there's never been a time like this in the history of the United States. We are so close to being gone. Mm. And, and uh, I mean, we're in the middle of a war. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, people don't necessarily think of that because they don't see planes flying overhead and bombs dropping. But uh, we've been attacked. There's been a cyber attack on our, on our elections and everything else. And uh, right now, I believe the, uh, the progression that's happening is, uh, you know, with these inoculations uh which are uh, we don't necessarily need to go there but let's just say some it's of a, whole us podcast, <laughs> a whole other podcast <laughs> yeah well I, I just say that uh many people are are going to refuse those inoculations myself included and when you do uh, and you'll see this i believe the next few weeks uh the, they're going to make this uh mandatory not mandatory in the sense of they're going to throw you in the ground and and shoot you up but not mand- yet no, right. but yeah. mandatory in the sense that uh, if you want to go to uh, you want to go to uh, out to eat, you want to go buy groceries. Oh yeah, anything you want to wow. do, you're going to be required to have your your. I just saw that at New. Uh, uh, yeah, there was at
0: New York. York? Yeah, New they're New saying York. if yeah. Yeah. The, the the pass is your. Is the New York is a, I think you said it, New York is a magical place. And Uh, if you want to enjoy the wonderful things that New York has, you're going to need this pass or else you're not, it's not going to be welcome to you.
4: But when they're talking about wonderful things, they're including things like buying groceries or buying gas for your car. Yeah. So
0: it's setting the stage for something a little more ominous later on.
4: Which Mm. means, bottom line is, who are you, where are you going to get your supply? Yeah. Who's going to supply your needs? Mm. And it calls into question, where's your, Where's your trust at? Where's your yes, foundations exactly. at? Mm-hmm. Right.
0: And I think that's probably I think the Lord knew what he was doing, obviously, when when he had this and when he said this, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Right. Um and all these things will be added unto you. And and calling into question, I mean, you guys have have seen this a lot in your life. Can can you think of any stories that can help people that are now seeing these things that are happening, and they might be engaging in a little bit of, uh, I'm, I'm exactly, yeah, yeah, fear or worry or anxiety yeah. or any of those things.
4: Well, I like uh, there's one story that I that. Uh, I know some people like to hear that is uh, we we had a, a an Agape Force team. Okay, there.
0: by somebody, he's he's specifically looking at me and pointing <laughs> at me. Okay, well that's
4: true. You, Tim <laughs> Tim has requested this story. I wasn't going to say that. It's because this story is incredibly
0: okay. awesomely cocky.
4: I love this story uh, it because is. it's like, yeah. Okay, so so we hey, were we yeah. Were, this I want to hear it. We were uh, D and I had an Agape Force team, which was like an outreach team in uh, Victoria, Texas uh which victoria texas is most famous for the being the home of ron paul oh and, uh, okay all right yeah, cool. and, and we were on we were on a team we had d and i were the leaders of the team and we were on uh, what literally the other side of the railroad tracks you've heard that kind of thing oh, we were yeah. literally on the other side of the railroad tracks where uh mostly white people wouldn't even go there in the daytime and there was d and oh, I, wow. I and and two or three guys on our team and we had this old a grocery store that uh, a Lebanese Christian lady uh, gave us to use. So there was the the old grocery store. It was about 100 years old, and there was a um, barbershop across the street. There was a, a paint-and-body uh, shop on the other corner, and then there was uh, some people that uh, sold tortillas and things. So it was, you know, a, a different kind of place.
3: Very interesting neighborhood. Yeah, very
4: interesting mm-hmm. neighborhood. Very eclectic. <laughs> and so uh, we had uh, our team – And um, we didn't have—I guess you should say—a lot of. uh, Well, pretty much all the other Gospel Force teams, except for ours, they used to go door to door a lot, and they would uh, take—and they would go door to door and get donations and so on. And uh, I felt like we didn't have time for that because we were too busy with our ministry, so we didn't do that. And uh, so there were times when uh, we didn't have as much money as other people and uh i'll let you talk about the donation stuff if you want to throw that in later but um we we got up on saturday morning and uh d had some pancake mix that's what you had that's what we had was some pancake mix
3: the kind you could make with water
4: the kind you can make with water yes you didn't have to have eggs or milk oh or anything favorite. you just had water and mix. <laughs> so so uh we got up on our guys uh, now, first of all, these guys were all really wonderful guys, and uh, the guy I'm talking about now uh, it was a guy named Dave Miner, and he was he was he was a funny guy. He was a wise guy, uh, but he uh, you know he was the guy who would go out uh, when we give him time off. He would go out and literally he'd go out and find a field somewhere and preach to the cattle. Oh wow! Because he wanted to learn to be a preacher, and he knew that there was a scripture about preaching the gospel to all creation. So he would go out and preach to the cows. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of feedback <laughs> uh, oh, oh my they gosh never <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they
5: never had a so, uh, <laughs> they never had a beef with him nope.
4: no so, uh, so notice
0: he, there's no laughter there at all
4: but he was a really funny guy and uh, so we uh, D was over there with her little <gasps> skillet and frying up a bunch of uh, pancakes and get, stack of pancakes and so the four of us five of us sat around the table kind of like we are now and uh, d put the stack of pancakes on there we had our glasses of water to go with the dry pancakes because we didn't have any syrup sure. or butter or anything so but listen man
0: i'm just telling you I, i've had bisquick pancakes that that's the you know just add the water stuff and <laughs> you, you need butter and syrup well but that's the thing is mistake. we didn't
4: we didn't we, we didn't complain. We didn't whine. We just were thankful to have something to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and so we sat down. I said, Dave, you want to pray? And he says, yeah. Lord, thank you for these pancakes this morning. I thank you for the butter and the milk and the syrup. God bless <laughs> you, Lord. Amen. And as soon as, we, as soon as that happened, we heard knock on the front door. And Dave just hollers around, come in. He doesn't even get up to check it. A you know? visitor has come. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> oh, wow. And in walks one of the ladies. That was, and she's got two bags of groceries.
0: Oh, this is so cool. And
4: as she walks by, Dave looks up, grabs the syrup, pulls out the milk and the butter, and says... Out of the the bag. Out of the bag. Just as she walks by. This is like less than 15 seconds after he prayed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Look at...
0: Dude! And you're like, I don't know why he wants to hear this story all the time. That's just awesome. That's like... Thank you for the butter and the milk and the in the in the and syrup, syrup yeah. to make sure that this, you know, this this meal is complete.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was being a wise guy in one sense, but he didn't hesitate to just yeah, grab it and and <laughs> thank the Lord again. <laughs> now, it doesn't always work out that way. No. But men,
0: I mean, the faith first of all i just I, i'm not i'm not i don't even know david Miner, so i don't know you know his his background on his story but just to to sit there and to go first of all to preach to cows that's yes <laughs> sometimes it feels like that uh, just <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but i will say that um you know to to have the faith to preach to cows and 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 i don't i don't maybe he's just practicing i don't yeah, know but was. but to sit there well, the and to method <laughs> oh my gosh
5: point here and a point there <laughs> oh, That's
0: terrible Swinging a miss all right so <laughs> but to, to sit there <laughs> to sit there it just blows my mind to sit there at the dinner table where these these pancakes have been served and to to have the audacity of trust i mean and i don't know if he's if, if it was just simply because he was being a wise guy but to have the not only to, to pray that way but to to have the faith to to reach into a bag where you can't see it, you reach in and you grab these things out of the bag. I'm getting this mental image of some guy that's sitting there at the and, I, and I've been to your house, so I'm I'm picturing your house for some reason. But they walk in and he reaches in and grabs this thing, and, and it's just it's cocky, it's arrogant, it's arrogant trust. It's like yeah. I know God's going to come through. Yes, I know yes. He's going to 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 do this, and I'm so confident that I'm willing to put action to that confidence. And reach in where there might not be something and pick that thing out. I think that's, that's, that's radical. We
4: had no way of knowing this lady was coming down there. She just showed up. It was definitely an
3: iconic moment.
4: Yeah. Yes.
3: for, you know, the, that symbolized just our position there. And, and, you know, and it was just the Lord saying,
4: yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I got you back. I mean, when we talk about you know the uh, the Ravens delivering subway sandwiches, subway, subway yeah, sandwiches, yeah. you know the uh, <laughs> the uh, the idea there is that um, and This break. was not this was not somebody who was driving a Cadillac and had his mansion on the hillside. This is someone who was obeying God and paying the consequences. Oh, yeah, uh, under under those circumstances, he had no choice. But to trust god to to deliver that food do you think that's key do you think oh, yeah. that to see the provision
0: of god that there's got to be a radical trust to see radical provision yes For sure.
4: and obedience though but it's not
0: just the trust it's the obedience mm. well how does that play the factor i mean obviously if if you're not doing what he says it's not going to be i mean how, how would that
4: well in our country i there's very few people i know that uh, don't carry around a number of credit cards. That's true. And if they don't have the provision, they figure, oh, I'll just pull out my little credit card, and they're they're trusting. They're they're. I don't know. I can't. I can't look into their minds and say what they're trusting. But they're definitely uh, meeting their own needs, and 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 hoping that when the bill comes, the money will be there. Even though perhaps they never even asked the Lord whether they should have the credit card in the first place. Wow. Yep.
0: Coming, you know I mean? coming soon to a broadcast into your you. We will be talking about does debt have a place in the Christian life, and that's it's a fair point. That, that mm-hmm. again, that's a no, that whole another is. podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> and it's, and it, and
4: it's <laughs> you know as pendulums swing back and forth, Americans, and that's again coming back to the time we're at right now. It doesn't even matter if you have. It doesn't matter if you have a, a gold MasterCard or a, what are the American Express. If you if don't you, leave you, home without it, yeah, yeah. But don't leave home without your passport either yeah because it doesn't matter what you got if you're not prepared to bow down
0: to the brazen feet so to speak yeah yeah we're yeah. talking about the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Nebuchadnezzar. At that point, there's always going to be I'm another just trying, altar. To, I'm just
4: trying to refrain myself from saying things that I probably ought not to say. So oh, I see, this is the PT
0: podcast, so if they take us off the air, you know, you know, it, we yeah. only have you know that many <laughs> followers, so it's yeah. But I will say this: no, there's there's always going to be another altar. There's always going to be somewhere else to bow. And what you're saying is obedience is well, obvious. Matthew six thirty three is a command: don't be anxious, don't worry. Trust me, seek me first, the kingdom of God. There you go. Seek yep.
4: first.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Prioritize and trust him above all those other things. Rather than going, oh, man, I'm I'm out here, I've got a flat tire, and I don't have any way to get home, but I do have my credit card.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's nah. a good point. Okay, let me ask you this uh, and, and take to a... a, a uh, because we've heard a story of just cocky, radical provision, <laughs> which is it has got to be one of my favorites. But has there ever been a time, and, I, and I'm putting you on the spot, but has there ever been a time where you had an idea of how he should have provided, and he didn't provide that way, he, he provided another way that was better? Every time? Every time. Yes. <laughs> That's a I mean, good answer. <laughs>
4: I mean, I, I, I would uh, I would say this story when I when I was, uh, now I grew up, for those of you who don't know me, I grew up without any uh, Christian or religious background whatsoever. Uh, I never even saw a Bible till I was out of high school. And uh, when I uh, gave my life to the Lord, there was another guy at the church who uh, we had a lot of similar interests and in things. We became friends and we ended up being roommates Quite a bit, and and one of the things we used to do, looking back now, I'm not recommending that you should do this, <laughs> but what we used to do is we would have a need, and then we would sit down and we'd each pray about that thing, and then we'd get a piece of paper and we'd write down every possible way that we could think of for God to answer that prayer. And it was a, it was a, I, I'm, again I'm not saying you should do this, but back no, in a thousand, we we, done it, we <laughs> every way it could do it, and then. And then we would love to watch and see how God would come up with one more, and He would provide it in a way that we didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Oh well, wow. it was wow. It was so you'd a, come up with thousands of things. Well, that I don't know about like thousands, but we had everything we could think of, every way He could possibly answer that prayer, and then, and then somehow, some way, it, did it, it worked it. out somewhere else. Which is okay. why it became a game, and it was fun because see how many things we could think of. And
0: <laughs> it's what's <laughs> what's important in, in that equation is that there are so many times that we try to enforce. Our our view of how things should work out, and that that goes into that whole line of thought. Well, if it doesn't if it doesn't look like this, then I need to make it work this way because, and that's that lends itself to the debt thing. It lends itself to the credit card thing, all those things that. And and we forget sometimes that the borrower is slave to the lender. That's and, what the
4: scripture says. And yeah. so and the rich rules over the poor.
0: That's right. And and so when you put yourself in positions like that, you're you're not necessarily seeking first the kingdom of God. You're you're seeking first your kingdom. <laughs> you're seeking first what you want and your image of things like that. And but, those
4: other things.
0: Yeah, those other things that you're concerned about. And so it, sometimes we get so enamored with the security and the foundations of what we believe are foundations. They're not really foundations sinking sand. But you're saying, well, I can think of all these different ways of God to do this. And then, and he can- <laughs> and then he's got one of these big, big, you got to say God has.
3: Options. That we don't know anything about.
0: That's right, yeah. And I just think that's so important to remember. I mean, just just think about it. If 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 you guys had not just had pancakes, and you guys were enamored with the thought of a big breakfast, and you went out to Walmart, which I, you know I don't know if that was the case, but you went out to Walmart and you said, well, you know, we're going to go ahead and get a credit card and we're going to put it on the Walmart card and we're going to get eggs and bacon and all. Right. You never would have had the story. Right. Of David Miner praying and reaching into the bag and. That's the thing. You're saying in order for God to come through, you got to put him in a position in obedience, by the way, not just because you have a need, but put him in a position where you're you're following him, you're trusting him and put him in a position where he comes through. It's the getting out of the boat technique. It's God says to come out of the boat. Do you believe that he's going to enable you to do what he's called you to do? And it Peter did it. I think that we have to do it. And, and you guys have got plenty of stories, I'm sure. I'm sure you got stories all day long to, to go along. But I'm 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 game for more. Please, please, more, more. Yes.
3: One of the things you have to realize, if we if we stay focused on you know, there there's a, a lifetime of it, but if we stay focused on that particular time that we we're in then, you have to realize that um, we had to become willing mm. to live in the way that we are unaccustomed to with less with less um, possessions with less um, dignity perhaps well let me
4: back up that story a little bit we uh we had just come from a conference in houston and we were heading down to victoria texas now it just so happened that uh, these folks were on vacation or something and they had uh, come through Houston around the same time because they heard we were going to be there.
0: Victoria is a, a suburb of suburb of Houston for those of well, you that it About listen. 120 miles yeah.
4: southwest, I guess. Uh, it's
3: the edge of the megalopolis. And they yeah. and so they d-
4: they insisted that um, they want to come along with us to make sure everything's going to be all right when because this is going to be like our first. Right. We didn't have thing.
3: a vehicle at the time, which was another thing that most young couples with with their first child. Oh yeah! Make sure that they have a, a <laughs> so, vehicle, and we had had one, but we just so happened that we were without a vehicle. Wow! And um, so anyway, they, so we they insisted
4: an they okay. insisted that they go along, and when they got there and they saw this grocery store, this hundred-year-old grocery store, and I mean, I got to tell you, we there were holes in the floor. That, oh wow! That were oh my goodness! There were holes that were eaten by the rats, and the mm. and the rats would come up at night, and we had these wiffle bats. <laughs> <and> <laughs> oh wow! And we would play rat hockey. Where, me and Dave, and then we would play rat hockey, and we smack them back towards the hole. And,
0: and all, the, all the all the all the Peter guys are, they're oh my gosh, they were hitting rats. Of yes, course, that. that's he. Steve actually plays that with his kids. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, well, so it's legal now. It's wack <laughs> <laughs> a mole, wack a whack a rat, wack a rat. Whack right. a rat. So, so when they saw that, they <laughs> they just said, "We're not leaving until you guys find some place to live." Mm. Oh, so they so we checked around and we found a, a, a really dumpy place but it was someplace that i could fix up and uh when they saw that we had this little rental things uh we were getting, gonna get they got in their motor home and drove away and we went back and lived in the grocery store
3: we just, <laughs> so, so thank you very much
4: But uh, we we didn't want to live away from our mission. We didn't want to be away. We didn't. I don't like the places where uh, someone has a a mission field, but they live across town in a nice house, and then they come over during the day. So we didn't feel that was the right thing to do. We we lived in the grocery store. Uh, Now there was a little uh, build, not a building, but a little room in the back that used to be the office where they would have their, you know, whatever grocery store has for an office. And so Dee and I and our one daughter lived back there. The guys all had sleeping bags and slept on the floor,
3: couches and stuff, right, whatever
4: in in the in in the store. So she's she's saying that to say, uh, especially her more than me, this was not the kind of life that she was accustomed to having grown up in a very
0: you had to put yourself in a position that wasn't necessarily your portrait of success.
3: Okay, so do you know what La Jolla California is like?
0: No, never okay. been to California. I don't right. plan on ever going there now. Not now. La Jolla <laughs> is a
3: town that has a, you know, worldwide rep- wide reputation for being ritzy. Well, I did not live in La Jolla, but I did live in a place called Mount Helix, which was the East County version of like where the rich people lived.
5: Okay.
3: We were not rich, but my dad was a general contractor and was able to buy a fixer upper.
0: Oh. Mm
3: and um he flipped it
0: and made it
4: no he
3: well just, it became our family home and he just you know it it i i grew up with the illusion of wealth <laughs> do, do you okay. know what i mean i do yeah yeah. I, yeah yeah and um there were many times that mom wrote hot checks for groceries because dad paid his guys before he oh paid himself oh. you know things like that so <laughs> we were not unaccustomed to having need we just we just didn't look like it i had you know you did
0: you didn't know that when he was doing that but you knew
3: right i knew that i never wanted for anything right right yeah
0: and that set maybe a, a a portrait to how things should be and so now being in this place it's
3: i got a you know i got a pony for christmas <laughs> my first car was a, an old mercedes diesel but you, you know oh what i get for it i had a well it was you, you know old, i had like a walk-in closet old. with so many shoes uh, it was like I was like, "Amelda Marcos. I couldn't even line them up. I couldn't even make them neat. There were so many because my mom...
1: I thought that was every woman. <laughs> yeah, it is true. That is true, Steve. That
3: yeah, but you, they, the they didn't way. all come from the, the swap meet. Yeah, mine all right. came from the swap meet, and my mom made most of my clothes. And But it
0: was illusionary, but it still set a portrait right. of what things should be like.
3: Right. You know, I
0: obviously when park, God began
3: right? to move on my life towards missions, I, I went to downtown San Diego, which was not a very nice place to go down for teenage girls and started working in soup kitchens and stuff. And, it, you know, it was a, a part of our generation thing to kind of <clears throat> get away okay. from, to to reject the wealth for its own sake, gotcha. you know, but.
0: Your own little rebellion on that.
3: But it was in my obedience to the Lord. <clears throat> um, I I intentionally told the Lord that I would, go anywhere he wanted me to go i would live anywhere he wanted me to live when he i was 11 years old when he filled me with the holy spirit and called me into ministry and wow and when i came home from camp which was the the same camp where a few years later i met winky um winky Prattney, by the way yeah um i came home and the mom mom said how was camp and i said great i said the lord spoke to me he said what did he tell you i said he told me that I was never going to have a home of my own, and that I would always travel around. Mm. And I and I didn't even know what that. I had I had family members that were missionaries, and you, and they had homes.
2: Right, but were they it, ever there?
3: But but they had right. They had they were foreign missionaries, so I couldn't what the Lord showed me. I couldn't put the name missionary on it because that what I what the Lord wanted for me didn't exist yet. Um, and so I guess those scriptures. There's two scriptures that people often use. One is, "Delight yourself so, in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart." First of all, I have to say that in my experience, I found that to be a trick question. <laughs> a, a trick, you know. It is. If I delight myself in the Lord, He will give me Himself.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right.
3: If I make, if I'm, if I make Him the desire of my heart, He will be happy to give me that. And then everything else just flows out. And next comes the scripture you quoted, right, where the, yeah, in Matthew, where.
0: Seek you first the kingdom of God. Seek you first the
3: kingdom of God. And all these things. And a lot of those things are the things you talked about. Um, You know, uh, place to sleep, food to eat, clothes to wear. The things that, you know, people often ask for God to um, expect God to give them those things, but seeking first the kingdom of God is the pre- what prerequisite. Right. Yeah, and it doesn't, You don't have to be in full-time ministry. You can have a regular job. None of, none of the things we think of as churchy come into that equation. The only thing that comes into the equation is that the first thing we have to love most and be most concerned about is God and His honor and His kingdom. We have to wherever we stand. If, if, you can't. if, if God is my King, then anywhere I'm standing is an outpost in the kingdom of heaven.
0: That's right. You can't be solid in a in an unsolid place. And, and I know that sounds really simple, but what what I mean by that is that there's a parable that talks about build your foundation on the rock. Mm-hmm. And then when the storms when they blow then they won't tear, it won't, won't sink your house. But if you've got it on sinking sand, and, and what we continually are saying here is, you found yourself in a mission field, maybe you're, it was challenging for you because of maybe portraits or things that you had, but you had experiences along the way that had prepared you to shift that focus from comfort, security, to now, you're putting into practice all of this preparation. So, and in a way, even that- well, you, And
3: I have to tell you this, that that it becomes addictive yeah um i do not ever want to be in a place where god doesn't need to meet me oh wow you know i don't ever want to position my place myself in a place where i don't need him to move and i'm not just talking about physical provision i'm talking about obedience and being instant in season and out of season and um being willing to do anything that he tells me to do just because I'm a songwriter, just because we have gold records or whatever it is, doesn't mean that I won't do the lowly things that need to be done. putting
0: yourself in particular places where you are seeing him. And that's part of, we call it, it's watered down now. But faith journeys are, are oftentimes faithless. They've they've got all their answers. It's now just a derivative of I'm just I'm going to church on Sundays and I'm listening to a sermon, but I'm not really putting and God a in it. Yeah, maybe yeah, <laughs> whatever. But what I'm saying is that you, you, you're putting yourself in a position where I'm 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 looking, I'm I'm reliant, I'm dependent upon Him providing, and that that is in essence to me. That's the foundation that he's talking about, because in your in your walk at this point, to your credit, and I'm, I'm not saying to your credit to give you glory, I'm saying to his credit, he's coming through. But you've built your your life on the expectation and the dependence on him coming through, and that's why you have so many wonderful. And it's 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 easier as time has gone on to trust him, right? I mean, you're you you said it. The more you do it. The more you put it into practice, the easier that it, it gets.
4: Well, and yeah. going back to that, that time in Victoria, um, we didn't know what to do when we got there. Um, there had been another team leader before there, and uh, they'd, they would um, take on Saturday. First of all, there was really no one around in the daytime mm-hmm. uh, uh, because uh, there were mainly...
3: They're going into nice neighborhoods to raise funds. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no there was donations and
4: all. There were, all the there were no. There were. They had
0: a podcast asking for money right now. <laughs> yeah, right. The
4: only thing we saw there were winos and and kids. Now the kids were probably junior high or under. You know, younger kids. Uh, and then at night, you would see the street walkers. And uh, so the, the team that had been there prior. Uh, would go out actually on the corner on the on that weekend or during the nights, and they would preach to the winos. And uh, I don't know if anybody's ever had ministry with winos, but you can get those winos saved every day. <laughs> every day, <laughs> they get drunk, and boy, can they pray.
5: Uh,
3: Especially if they're people of color. Yeah, they are. A, they it, are very emotional. They all have some kind of religious script, you know, background. They all have relatives mm. that are serving God, and they don't. They're fine with, you know, asking Jesus into their heart every day.
4: Yeah. So we didn't know what to do, and uh, we uh, we prayed and we, we we couldn't figure out what to do. And uh, I don't remember this story so well, but D D says that I just sat up in the middle of the night. I just woke up and sat up in bed in the middle of the night, and I said, "I know what we got to do." <laughs> and so just as we slept as I, as we were sleeping the lord just dropped this idea in my mind and so we ended up uh, re- uh you know the lord basically told us to go for the kids right uh, mm-hmm. and because we couldn't we couldn't read the, the prostitutes didn't want us out there on the street because we were interrupting their business right and the winos it didn't matter they were you know what i mean they're were,
0: they were going back to it time yeah. and time again and, yeah and it didn't so, seem like there was any life change yeah. at that point yet. Yeah. and uh mm-hmm. now
4: in our, in our experience, thus uh, up to that point in the Agape Force, we had never really focused on little kids.
0: So, yeah. just for clarity, you're asking the Lord, what what do we do out here because yeah. nothing seems to us, be working? You,
3: you put us here.
0: So this so is how a different. Are
3: we supposed to reach people? This is what a, are we supposed there, to do.
0: This is a different kind of provision that we're yes. talking about. This isn't. This isn't monetary. This isn't. This isn't even uh, time or, or 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 any kind of healing at, at this point. This is like, I need you to provide a strategic way of ministering to this. You put us here. right? We, we need a way that's going to make a difference. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm so, following you now. So
4: I'm only saying that to say that we ended up um, uh, making a, a location for the kids to come after school. Let's just keep it short. And so uh, what we did then was we began to notice the kids had needs. And I, I was going to let you, I thought maybe you would tell about things like that. How we well, got our groceries and the, some that. of the
3: kids that we ministered to every day. We we knew that they were hungry. We mm. knew that they were suffering from malnutrition, mm-hmm. and so um, and so I went. I thought, Lord, well, um, I'm just going to go start instead of asking for money. I'm going to go see if I can get stuff
4: donated, mm-hmm. food stuff. Right.
3: So the first thing I thought was their kids. They need milk. So I went to the dairy. Oh, okay. The dairy said, can't give you milk. Because when the milk comes back
4: from the date, you know, date. on the yep. date, yeah. we
3: turn it into ice cream. But I can give you ice cream. I can give you lots of ice cream. Because they
4: they have to throw it out. Yeah, right.
3: He says when when it when it comes back and it's maybe melted a little bit on the top and then refrozen, no one's going to buy it then. Right. Mm. Right. So so we get it back, and um, he says you can have as much of that. He, you you come twice a week, and I'll give you some ice cream. That's all I knew at the beginning
0: twice a week giving you ice cream
3: right it ended up being a currency for us we got 70 or 80 half gallons of ice cream twice a week wow we We had to pray in a
0: freezer for it radical (laughs) and and god provided a freezer yes so what in the world man that is so awesome
3: so we would we used it like money we would go to the tortilla shop and say hey could we trade you some ice cream for some tortillas (laughs) Absolutely, <laughs> that, that, hmm? those people didn't get ice cream that often. The, yeah, they saying tortillas right. for.
0: Um, we, we would should I, should I trade tortillas for ice cream?
3: Uh, mommy, mommy <laughs>
4: yes. The kids didn't have any question about that.
3: You know, on the one hand, I wasn't that happy about it because it didn't meet the nutritional needs. It, I didn't want to put a bunch of sugar. Even then, I was, you know, I was very young. I was in my early twenties. I, even then, I knew that... And you're I, you're
1: 39 now, so
3: yeah.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <Again>. <laughs> but
3: so then I thought, well, let, let me go see what else I can find. And so I went to the restaurants, and I had heard that they had to get rid of their... That whatever they had cooked that day, they had to get rid of that day. And uh, that there were not very many things that they could keep over in their fr- refrigerator. They had to start fresh every day with new food. So I said... I went and I said, what do you do with the food when when um w- when the day is done and you have to close it's says we have to throw it in the trash And i said uh, would, <laughs> would you mind if if i asked you when you if i'm there when you go outside <laughs> to put it in the trash and you tell me when you're going to put it in the trash <laughs> so i said i can't do it every day but he said yeah so come on tuesday at it you know sometime in the afternoon when we're, we're prepping for the next day and we got to clean up the fr-. And i said okay so I would get big old hotel pans, you know, the aluminum ones full of roast beef and all kinds of, you know, as we were there, the Lord just like started giving us a creative spirit mm. on how to, to
0: another way of providing providing. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Wow!
4: Well, well, and so when right. we had first, when we had first gotten in there, especially when we first uh, got the idea of trying to reach the kids, me and one or two, of the guys kind of went around the neighborhood and we, to see what was there for the kids and we found there was a there was a, a gymnasium there and they had uh, you know basketball courts and they had trampolines and the place was just it was a dungeon and it was terrible it was all run down and nasty and and the kids really didn't go there and so what we had was uh I went to the, i went to the library I didn't have my iPhone then so I went to the What? Library. <laughs> I went to the library. <laughs> I can't and, believe it. to look up the actual uh <laughs> to look up the actual measurements for the uh, uh, basketball court mm-hmm. and, and I found that the front half of our grocery store was exactly uh, the size that I could put in half,
2: half scale That's cool. I, I could
4: either do half court or, or full court half scale I, so I, did a, I did a full court half scale because they're little kids and uh, so we you know uh, I think somebody donated one of those little grinder th- sander things sanded the floor as smooth as we could get it and then we got some paint donated and I oh, painted it okay
0: let me, let me ask you this you're, you're, you're saying these things this provision didn't alleviate work. No. Oh, no. We didn't even
3: have a... He <laughs> had to build us a bathroom. Okay, so... there I, was no bathroom. I don't get to
0: lock myself in the house and go, Lord, provide, and I expect you to do everything for me, right? That's no. not how this works. So it wasn't every day
3: me. reaching into the top of the thing. That didn't happen every day.
4: It <laughs> right. happened once. Yeah. But the, 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 but what I was getting at is that um, we had to come up with a, something that would be attractive to the kids, and, and as we were doing that, I, I know principles uh because i've studied theology and so on and i know that something that doesn't cost you anything doesn't mean it doesn't anything cost to you which, you. which yeah. is why yeah. the other gym was all beat up and run down
0: cannot sacrifice that so so i said
4: how how are we gonna i says we need to charge these kids to get in here so that it means so that it's important it means something to them it's va- it has value i says but i how can they i do that they don't have any money so we prayed again and i got this idea to have wooden nickels printed up. Mm. So so these wooden nickels, on one side it said, uh, God's love is the greatest force in the universe, or something. The other side said, good for one hour play. (laughs) And so uh, they had to earn these wooden nickels to be able to come in. And they could. Earn, there was a few ways they could earn the wooden nickels. We had kitty jamborees on on Saturday morning. If you brought someone that hadn't been before, you would get a wooden nickel. If you, if you came, came, you got one. If you, you came, brought you got someone, so incentivized. Their, incentivized. If if you yeah. memorized your scripture for the week, you got wooden nickels. So there was there was a way they could end up with getting enough wooden nickels to come for an hour a day during the week. And uh, <laughs> well, uh, however, one one of the, and and it worked out well, except that. Uh, in a short while, uh, we found out that there was a, a black market, and there was kids getting rolled for their wooden nickels at school. Oh no! Oh yeah, bigger kids were. Well, coming to, so we. <laughs> you're gonna have that, you know. <laughs> so, you're gonna have that. So, so I'm was not gonna day.
0: I'm not gonna apologize for rolling them for it. By the way, I'm just saying that.
4: <laughs> so, but one of the things we did because we had uh, because we had so much ice cream, we also you could use the wooden nickel for one free smorgies. You could get all, all, the, ice you all ice cream you could eat, you could eat could for one wooden nickel.
2: Wood nickel. Oh,
4: wow. So there's... Oh, <laughs> oh, why can Tim's we implement gone, that? One, Tim wants to visit already. Right?
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm there, dude. I'm, I'm already having a, a thought right now about it.
5: <laughs> hold on. I'm
0: having a moment. We need to peanut butter there. Tim. Oh, yeah. T- Todd's got a thing about peanut butter, man. Sorry. Yeah. It's... Fave. Yeah. That's Anyways. Right.
4: When Dee makes my shake, she puts peanut butter powder in <laughs> it. So
0: there you go. <laughs> well, what I'm hearing, the common recurring theme, number one, is that provision doesn't always look like we think... it is going to right. sometimes it's radical where you're reaching into the thing um other times it the provision is i love this about the lord it's it's synergistic it's he's meeting us with the opportunities if we're willing to walk with him in it and he'll continue provide in the walk but that's that's the thing i, I think the recurring theme here is that there's there's a foundation to it there's a there's a a total uh, trust in him means that you don't have to worry when those things happen and he's providing with you know smorgies whatever that is ice so wooden nickels and I, the yeah, yeah what
3: the buffets used to be called smorgasbord
0: smorgie hey I, we call them smorgies again i'm back because
3: the whole idea came from norway and the whole idea of having this big feast where you just go get the stuff you want was originally called a smorgasbord. Now we call it
4: Golden
0: Corral. Now we, <laughs> well, we call it. We call it. Um, that's what heaven's going to look like.
1: Yeah,
5: There's right. going to be a smorgasbord. So, uh,
0: and and Steve is already. He's you know that's that was his one of his top five was food. Hmm. I think you need a wooden nickel, bro.
4: <laughs> I or need two. a wooden nickel. Anyway, I'll, I was just I'm just saying how all these things tied in uh, to not meeting our needs. Necessarily, uh,
0: The best for the kingdom, it sounds yes. like.
4: Mm-hmm. And for the kids, the people that the Lord gave us to minister to and, and we would have uh, one of the things we would do is uh, kids could come in the afternoon um, and bring their homework and, and the guys would help them with their homework and uh, the, as it turned out, we had no idea at the beginning what what was going to be the result of this thing but we had, for instance, uh, the winos loved us, right? They they were they were because we were working with kids, and they saw that we loved the kids. I, I remember a time when um, I had some construction work. Well, I had to build a bathroom because we didn't have a bathroom down there, and uh, the city gave us a red tag, met us, stop building it because we didn't have a permit. So, <laughs> so they finally said, "Okay, go ahead," but um, it wasn't really built up to code. <laughs> Oops! <laughs> but uh, it was built out of the scrap material that I had laying around. <laughs> so, but uh, the winos loved us, and we were—I was working on one of those projects like that. And uh, apparently, I must have uh, left my skill saw out in the sidewalk too long, because it got up and walked away. Oh, yeah. through legs. Yeah, mm-hmm. as it does in cities like that. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Mean, yeah. And when the winos found out, they went bonkers. Oh, oh. They said. We're gonna find out who that is and we're gonna beat the and, ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. and we had to, we had to talk them down off the ledge because they were gonna take care of whoever was messing with the church. Then we never called we it said, the church. We said no, we're not a church. We we tell them time. And they're and like, like, We're, we're gonna insist- beat the <laughs> out of them. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Church. yeah. Uh, there was <laughs> so so we had we had a, a lady show up one day, uh, well, you can tell the story, but yeah, well,
3: well, One day I went to the door and there was a, a lady there and she was um, kind yeah, of shy. doing the schoolwork and Yeah, stuff, and uh, she said, uh, I, basically, she says, I, I wanted to find out who you people are. And I said, Why? She goes, Because my son is passing now. And I think it's because of grades. you guys.
0: Oh. oh, passing on that's is great. It's gross. not passing away, but no, passing on is great. Okay, there for he, a second, I thought this was going to be a, a no, really. I, mean, good passing well, away. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: think one. I think she might have been the mother of uh, two brothers that, that came. But basically, the, saying our kid was failing and didn't want to do school, and oh now, wow, now he's doing great, great in school, awesome. and um, and so the time we spent with them, you know, memorizing this, everything was funneled into to them and their behavior and their anger well and i was also was pointing
4: at the fact that it was we were reaching the parents we didn't know we were reaching the parents. we didn't know we didn't know we were reaching the winos we didn't know we were reaching the parents
0: but every turn that you're you're making it, this was one the of strategic- the
3: strategic she was one of the ladies of the night and we got to we got to speak into her life without uh, preaching at her in the evening
0: all, all in obedience and trust, in putting him as foundation, seeking first the kingdom of God, walking in synergy relationship, all of those things, and experiencing the radical provision of God on a relational right. way. And now you have stories of this this time in your life, and this is this is just one one section of time in your life where I know there has been a lifetime. A week ago, all day we don't we don't have that kind of time. But what I, I think this song that we've picked for this week, um, it's called "The Rock." And you you wrote it um, way before this, right? This was was it during this
4: time? Uh, I think we had written the song, but probably didn't record it for about another year after this, probably.
0: (laughs) And Recording,
4: I think, is probably about a year after this was happening. Oh, really?
0: So this is this is birthed out of a uh, exp- experiential thing, and you're, you're so you're going <laughs> to Ex- hear this that's song
4: experiential, not experiential. Experiential. We didn't expire. We experience. Exper- <laughs> Sorry, that that was my George Still Bush or Where something. Is yeah, it's just okay.
0: <laughs> hey, it's my podcast. I'll call it whatever I want to. Okay. All right. So, anyways, uh, we're going to listen to this song, but I just before before we do this, I want to I want to tell you how thankful I am that you guys came on today. I know that there are people that are listening that needed to hear all of this and they're struggling with where they're at and- uh, Well, just
4: just again, make sure we focus this on where we're at now. This is not just some good old tales from the old days. That's right. What God has done,
3: he can do. And, and do
0: do better. And I mean, you can
4: expect to be facing times when you, very soon, when you're gonna need this kind of uh, faith.
0: faith. Yeah. That's right. So before we go on, I just want to say thank you again and uh, and, and apply it to now. Um, we're going to talk about that in just a second. We're going to say goodbye to Jim and D right now, but thank you guys so much for coming on and being a part of this. We appreciate you. And here is The Rock.
4: Uh, off of what album is it again help is on the way
0: help is on the way you can find that on spotify spotify or any of the digital um i guess yeah. Yeah,
4: i think it's i don't know where it is so, I, don't, I don't shop
0: and you're gonna hear a, a, a younger uh at least two years younger um d on this one so here it is the <laughs> rock uh and again thanks guys for coming on we appreciate you guys That was Jim and D Patton on uh help is on the way album. That's called the rock. That was a great, great. And for those of you that don't know um, if you've had any kind of um, function with Christian music at all for the last 30, 40 years, um, you know, of a guy named Keith green and Keith green is actually singing backup on that.
1: No way. Yeah,
0: dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah, man. Every time I talk to Jim and D something else um, just hits and I'm, I'm really, really thankful Uh, for their interaction. And we really got to drive home the fact that we're coming up on a time where we're going to have to draw those definitive lines of trust and faith. Yes, Um, And, uh, I I mean, what what sticks out to you guys? How do we – I mean, we're we're hearing these stories. Do you think it's possible for us to trust
2: God like they trusted God in those moments? Yes. Well, Um, I'm sure. I mean, you're looking at times where people are probably cynical about it, but I think that uh, there's a lot of times where people – Really, they get to the point of no return, and then they're oh i need to I need to look to the Lord, but I think in my life's experiences, and i've had quite a few times where i've just i wanted to give up because i didn 't know where it's coming from, and then all of a sudden, a little prayer goes a long way, and you do you have to keep the trust, you have to keep keep going, and too many people give up too early, yeah, I agree with that i I think what what happens when we become
0: proactive and i think more um not defensive but um we're, we're walking before the situation hits where we have to trust him instead we're putting into practice on an everyday level where we're tra- like they're talking about they that they're, they're every moment of every day is another possible you know, provision from the Lord. Yes. And instead of reacting and going, "Oh my God, I'm in I'm in a mess." You know, how am I going to get out of this? And go to prayer. Instead of that, what if it what if it becomes something of a a habit to go? You know what? I'm going to put the Lord in a position to provide every day of my life. I'm going yes. to be looking for every him there. Time. Yeah. And I think that's probably where we're at as a as a, as, a, as a whole as a church, but also as a as a functionality of the body. We need to be connected to that vine in that yes. way, receiving the source of provision of life. Um, And we all have those moments with us, with the PT, um, with the testimony I was telling you guys about with the 2011. I mean, we're obviously out of 2011, and God not only provided a way out of that um, with with music, I, I was able to get involved with music, but also... Um, you know, uh, he, he provided land. We're on 11.121 acres now where we were landlocked completely in the middle of Lindale. Mm. Now we have land that we can expand on and That's have great. a Serenity Farm project Yay. going on. Yeah. 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 And uh, there's there's lots of other things that are going on. It's not necessarily about our definition of success. Yes. If we get locked into that image... Then it's like what Dee was talking about. You know, I, I had I had shoes, I had you know all this stuff. I had the illusion of all this stuff, and it looked like a success. But we were writing hot checks, and we didn't know where the next money. But when she's walking real time with God in the story, it's it's one after another a provision of God, yes. and I think that's the lesson here. That go ahead.
2: Well, just part of me he also thinks that people also get wrapped up in the hey, it needs to happen now. Oh, well, let's let's think about a lot of times you have to give it time. Yeah. You have to give it God's time. Yeah, And just because you pray for it now, next five minutes doesn't mean it's going to happen. And I know many times in my life where I have just looked at it and said, okay, look, Lord, I don't know when you're going to be able to help me out with this. I know and, you will. But I know you're there. I know you're there. I, I'm learning. I mean, right now I'm learning
0: stuff. You know, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have to have it right now. I can wait. I don't have to have my own answers. I can I can wait on him And sometimes, that's that's usually half the battle. Yes, mm-hmm. is is the time part. I mean, are you good at being patient, Steve? Do you? Do you
1: yeah, I am patient. No, he's got eleven kids. <laughs> I my wife says I'm my wife says I'm very patient. Um, but yeah, I've I've always adopted uh, the belief that God always comes through. Um, you know, I was telling you I shared my my story uh, how God provided. It was really neat how I just did what he told me to do. He told me to fast and pray, and he brought everything that I needed for a whole quarter. And even during that time, we um, may have not had electricity for a day, but God still provided us for a place to go. That didn't go very well with my ex, but anyway, God still provided everything, and He met the need that 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 I prayed for. And He's done that time and time again. Even right now. Um, I'm in a transition, changing to another job right now. I'm in full trust. I'm in full commission only. And even though I didn't bring in as much money as I needed to this month, God provided for a way for my my wife, Laura, to get m- more income. He provided more business for her. So God's in the providing business. And I one thing I've learned, you know, you you shared on that scripture, I can do all things through Christ who who gives me strength. Amen. Um what i what i derive from that is i got to do my part i i do all the part that i can and then he does all the part that i can't
2: yeah yes meet him in the middle yeah, yeah. synergistic
0: Yeah. And that word, that big word means that you're working in cooperation. Yes. And if we are, if we're thinking that God had, we hide a lot behind responsibility and say, well, God gave me the ability to do this. I need to be able to do this. And that's not necessarily true. Just because you're able to make something happen doesn't necessarily mean that's what you were supposed to do. And we've got to get beyond our ability to the place of where we need to make sure that that is what the Lord wants. And you say, well, how do I hear that? How do I know that? And I would say that you've got to contemplate. That's exactly what 633 talks about. It says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added. And if you find yourself being driven by anxiety or mm-hmm. fear or doubt or worry, and that's leading you to the decisions that you're making, then you're already telling the story. You're already you're already explaining where your trust is at. If I'm being motivated yeah. by yeah. those things, then it's obviously not the trust in the Lord that's motivating us. And you're like, well, how do I get beyond that? It's a decision every day of our lives to to present our lives and to allow him to be the center of what we're deciding center. And I think that in synergy, as, as we do that, as we draw near, he'll draw near and that, that it will work itself out. I, it's a great podcast guys. I think completely challenging a lot of the ways that I look at things sometimes, um, because I'm, I'm not, I'm not perfect in this area. Um, I think the Lord's really speaking to me during this podcast about, Hey, you need to pay attention to some of this stuff because I can come through in ways that you don't know about. That's right. And if you would just trust me on these areas, then, and and a lot of my problem is my definition of success. I think that it should look a specific way. Mm-hmm. I think it should act a specific way. And because my, my perfect, because I, uh, I have an image of how it should look when God decides to do something different, I start to manhandle and manipulate and try to get it to look like it's supposed to look no. oh hush but that's us so, putting
2: god in a box though well it is it yeah.
1: absolutely is but we do it he doesn't fit
0: Nope. yeah but we, come on <laughs> you guys know how that works it's 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 a it's a one decision at a time thing and mm-hmm. we have a whole another podcast coming up about worried out and in the unknown mm-hmm. and building your security on something else i think this is dealing with that but as far as the provision of god Wow, what a yes. what a great yes. podcast! Awesome. God is good. So, guys, um, uh, we're very, very thankful um, for your time. We appreciate the opportunity to enter into your lives by way of this podcast, and we want to thank Crossroads Community Church of Lindale for sponsoring this podcast. If you're going through things or just have some things you need to talk through, um, give us a message on Facebook. I know it was pretty funny about, you know, the critical stuff on the PT podcast page, but you can go at the PT podcast on Facebook. You can message us there. We really love the opportunities to listen and to pray with you. Message us one of us, maybe all of us will get back to you. Um, so that's, that's a promise from us. We, we really value you and we appreciate you and we will pray for you if uh, you give us the opportunity to. Um, speaking of podcasts, we don't have any plans to stop this. We've got all the rest of the year done up. And, and so you guys continue listening and we'll continue providing. You can support us. There's a patron page. You could go on there and help. And uh, maybe we can find new and creative ways to be a blessing to the community through your patronage. And we will give you, um, incentives to be patrons of this yes. thing. We've got some stuff on there that you can, uh, including t-shirts and other things with the PT podcast. Uh, next week, I want you to tune in to hear an incredible, I mean, awesome testimony from my grandfather, Larry Maddox Yay. about God's yeah. incredible protection. Uh, we talked about provision today we're going to talk about protection next week you are definitely not going to want to miss next week episode but until then this is uh pt we're signing off and obviously we got todd right here he's going to say goodbye
2: yeah all right everyone take care have a great day hey i'm
0: glad y'all joined us i'm glad they could join us too and if no one has told you god loves you and so do i we hope you have a great week we'll see you next week here on the pt podcast